2: All right, well, m- welcome back to Making Waves, episode 77. 77, wow, fantastic. Anyway, my name is Justin. I'm here along with my co-host, Chad Nichols. Hey, Chad. Well, hey, Chad. How you doing? Just Listen, guys, uh, welcome back. We are, of course, the Shiprock Podcast. We're part of the Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen podcast family. And we're also one of the fastest growing rock and roll podcasts in the world, thanks to you. And if you could... Make sure and, and always check us out, but tell your friends about us and go ahead and make sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Uh, without further ado, uh, well, we're missing one of them right now, but we're going to welcome the gentleman. Oh, there he is. Perfect timing. Wow. Uh, from the band Otherwise, please welcome everyone, Adrian and Ryan. Welcome, guys. Yo. Thank, oh. you, thank, Ahoy, you. thank you. Ahoy,
1: Macy's. Ahoy. There That's the spirit right there. Right Ahoy, here. <laughs>
2: Listen, guys, thank you for coming on this. It's been a long time, and I'm glad we finally got you on. So I guess the stars kind of aligned for us here. A uh, lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. Um, first thing, how how are you doing? How's your year? How is life after Rock 2022 for you guys?
1: Uh, it's all downhill from here, Justin. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, We're going to ramp back I, uh, up. Uh, yeah. I've literally, I've been trying to jump off other boat, like into the, to my death, but they're just not nice enough, you know, so the the boats that I, I have around here, so <laughs> I need to get back on a cruise ship um, and then, uh, you know,
0: done. jump from there.
3: Oh, in yeah. Vegas, do they have like bodies of, water? I mean, this is a serious question. Are there like large bodies of water to where a vessel is like a, you know, a commodity out there?
0: Uh, I mean, there's, there's fun little speed boats at Lake Mead. You know? okay, there is yeah. a lot, okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah. Shit, yeah, that would be weird. I mean, you, commodity is you know, it's more of a, yeah, I, I don't know, it's more of like a, like a, like a pastime, you know, the boating sure. life in Vegas, man. Have you got, yeah. you been out there, Chad? Have you, you never been out oh, there? Oh, yeah, you? I've
3: been out to Vegas. I just, I can't remember seeing literally one drop of water, not even some of the green rooms <laughs> <laughs> where, <laughs> when we, when we play hey, out there hey, or whatnot. W- it would welcome always be like, glad, water.
1: Dude. Welcome <laughs> to
3: oh, yeah, today, I know man. the Vegas guy. I was just going to say the Vegas scene is, is something that I never really got to fully understand and, and appreciate. It was always like uh, touch, bass, keep going, touch, bass, keep going type sort of thing. You know?
1: Yeah. Now, now when you say Vegas scene, Chad, do you mean like the music scene or do you mean like the Vegas scene?
3: No, I'm referring to music in general, but just, just the geographical location. I never got to spend much time there. It was always like the hard rock cat, uh, live or whatever. And then you would load yeah. in and then you load out to get to Phoenix or whatever it is cuz it's always a long right. drive on the other side of that show. Yeah. So I never got to really like m- stay with a friend and be like there's a fucking lake out here, let's do something like fucking uh, some <laughs> some nature shit out in Vegas, but yeah, yeah. that's just
1: my uh There my is renderings a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of nature stuff. My brother Ryan is a, he's he's very much in tune to that and uh I mean, what do you, what do you for our nature ship rockers out there who might be listening and what do you recommend, Ryan?
0: Um, you know, I would go to Spearmint Rhino or Little Darlings. <laughs> I do oh. you know those places. You know, the <laughs> steak is tremendous. <laughs> the, the, the chicken nuggets are phenomenal. <laughs>
1: dude, the wings, bro. It's the fingers. It's all about the fingers, dude. You got go to go right, to yeah. yeah. Fingers and <laughs> ham hops.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: no, Vegas, great. I'm uh, Obviously, looking at that, becoming a residence myself
1: of that place at some point here. Oh, wow. Justin, where so are you at now, brother? New Orleans. Oh, cool, Uh, dude! That's our sister city. Okay, so New Orleans and Las Vegas, Las
2: Vegas and New Orleans are
1: sister cities. Okay, not not officially, but for people who (laughs) like my brother and I, who are not really, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay, not according to like uh, uh, NATO or Wikipedia or or Wikipedia. (laughs) Uh, For for us, us native Las Vegans, when we speak with native New Orleans, New New Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleanians? no cajuns
2: oh, let's, let's just keep it cajun yeah, okay cajuns.
1: there you go yeah, yeah. yeah. That's legit. so when we you know when, we, when guys like my brother and i have grown up and, and and lived in Vegas our whole lives and we meet people who've done the same in new orleans they are like we're always like dude you're we should be it's like the same city just on other uh, ends of the of the the, the country you know well
2: so. adrian i can tell you this is that being the Vegas and, and understanding the culture and, and the, the nightlife, yeah, you know, it's like when you come to, like, if you're visiting here, you go to the quarter, you go to maybe Mid City, you go to the Frenchman. It's kind of that same scene. It's like when you live here, you really don't frequent those places anymore. You did initially just to kind of get yeah. a lay of the land and understand it. And if you have friends come in town, you want to be a good host. But I mean, I'm sure I assume you guys do not like visit the, the Strip on a, a very often.
0: True it's the exact same kind of kind
2: of scenario yeah. it's like hey man you know what? It's, it's there for it's there for other people not me i'd rather yeah. just kind of go off on, and do local stuff and that's not being elitist just it's like hey that's not for me anymore even though believe it or not i live on bourbon street so <laughs> that's dope. I'll, live I'll, on bourbon hey, Street. yeah dude girlfriend and i live here on bourbon street
1: <laughs> Where on bourbon street we're like we what, like what's do we live
2: like i i, I can't believe it. we're going this far but uh we live kind of closer to Esplanade towards Frenchman. We live at the quiet end of, of Bourbon. You know, that we're kind of the walkthrough. People are stumbling from the tourist we're, area down to Frenchman, kind of like the so, more local so past, area.
1: So past, so, past Lafitte's, is that? That's Co- yeah,
2: that's Lafitte area, like two blocks up, up heading uh, east.
1: Wow, man. It's that's kind of cool.
2: quiet, man. It's funny. It's like everyone doesn't realize that every thing along the way is other than clubs, is people's living here living rooms because they're all yeah. behind shutters right
1: literally, you know but this
2: stuff, yeah, all yeah. this stuff was built in like 1850 so no one knows they were very good at disguising what that building is oh there's 10 people <laughs> living in there holy shit
0: That's, so yeah, oh, yeah we love I'm, new I'm, orleans thinking. man there's there's so much it, dark magic and, and th- there's there that...
2: plenty of that man for sure for sure yeah. but okay this has been a great so basically we've now given a nice breakdown of uh what would that be? What's the your fodder? Your your fodder? Yeah, photos <laughs> travel, 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 travel excitement pieces. <laughs> um, so guys, uh Ryan, uh, real quick, Shiprock,
0: did did I see you at yoga this time? I was, dude. I was not at yoga this time around. But I would like to say that we started yoga with me and my girlfriend a couple of years ago.
2: Absolutely did. That you was, know, and it, yeah,
0: that was awesome.
2: <laughs> we were but there for th- that. It's funny because yoga this time was this guy Bo and his wife uh, that did this rage yoga. Yeah, where it's like they incorporate like you know fuck you to the fucking like whatever just to kind of bring in that kind of my primal thing. I know it's <laughs> crazy. They went
1: they went rage yoga. They went yoga against the machine, bro. Dude, that's even Come better on. than
3: rage yoga. They should have called it that. And <laughs> uh, right. we all went to your exhale and say fuck you. I won't do what you
0: tell me.
2: <laughs> Down dog. <laughs> anyway i didn't know that all right so guys uh the band otherwise you guys have been together now close to two decades putting out music for everyone um you guys are like you know your thing is melodic hard rock right really hitting that emotional core in people you know not trying to flatten them you're trying to kind of invite you know lovers and hard rockers and chicks and everyone's involved in your music everyone loves that thing it's classic you know it's what boston used to do in the 70s right bring everyone in with these big hooks songs that people could grasp onto lyrics that meant something to them how do you keep that arc from 2006 2007 to now how do you keep that kind of like staying within that parameter how do you keep staying inspired to keep writing songs is it just continual evolution of of your life and this just kind of how do you do it
1: well i mean justin you literally like nailed it on the head it's just like our music is um it's a direct uh uh like a manifestation of what we're living you know so as we progress through life as you know we we grow and evolve as human beings we try to infuse that into our music right um but we you know we also the thing about what we try to do with our stuff with our 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 art is you know like you were saying like we try to bring everybody in like everybody we there's something like life as mortals is is not just anger it's not just sadness it's not just you know euphoria It's, it's all of those things blended together. And Mm. that's what we've always tried to encapsulate, I guess. Um, And as we progress in our lives and in our, in our careers, you know, we just, we, we just keep like kind of emulating what is happening. There's like some of the guys that, you know, that we know, that we all know being in the industry that we're in, a lot of guys in, 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 and, and artists are very good at like, uh, you know, um, uh, like. Putting forth a, a quote like a story
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, where we've never we've always taken the literal approach like we're we're literally writing about what is going on in our lives and in our heads,
2: yeah, it's always funny because I'm always a, as a fan of of power pop growing up and stuff like that, and you're thinking, man, where is that cheap trick out there? Where's that band that's for forty years written in a certain genre? but still been pivotal and still been relevant. You know, we always think about like, I-, I always mourn kind of the death of like just radio rock, like foreigner and journey and stuff like that. You know, this band's oh, like, again, sorry, bro, talking about day to day life stuff, man. Where's those love songs. I want a power about, man. Yeah. Give me that shit, man. That's, that's, that's the real stuff. Dude, That's we the- you're saying
1: it. All right. At least I used to say in interviews back in the day when, like, you know, when we, our first couple albums, it was like, I was like, dude, we want to be like, if, if journey was like a metal band, you know, like we want to infuse, like we want to take kill switch, engage, and journey, and put them together. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think.
3: No. it's actually a great. I, I I think that you've achieved it. I was listening to before we got on the call. I was listening to your catalog more and more, uh, going a little deeper, and then recently. And I think that you you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I I specifically had a question while we're talking about what you're doing and how you're doing it. You you two are the primary songwriters, correct? Um, and when you're, what I noticed, and I was like, wait, holy shit, they've had a lot of past members. Cause I was going on the Wikipedia page just to make sure that I was deep diving on you. And I'm like, oh, so this is a situation, if I'm correct, if I'm incorrect, tell me I'm wrong. Is this a situation where like, you guys are writing music, you're the band. And then when it's time to go on on the road, you put players in, 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 uh, in place of those other spaces as needed. Or is it a situation where there's two other permanent band members or three other permanent band members um, still in the band? yeah how's the history kind of line
0: up that's a cool question that <clears throat> we actually kind of touched on here a couple weeks ago because uh we're we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of our debut record true love never dies and that was kind of the, that was the, the songs on that record got assigned and, and got us to the next level from just being the biggest local biggest band and getting us on the national scene and so we we're kind of posting some throwbacks about you know some of the memories that were popping up on Facebook, and uh, you know we were getting some comments, you know, somewhat on the lines of, "Oh, you know, I miss that member, and I miss this guy," and you know, it really took us into this like moment of you know like a retrospection, and we're like, "Okay, like what 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 is that?" Because yeah, it it always has been, it's all it's always been me and my brother. It's been the two of us, and you know we've we we are the heart and soul of the otherwise, and we've but we've always wanted a band. We've always wanted to be in a band. You know, we weren't two songwriters that were like trying to start like just go take something out on the road. So we, we, it we was a to fine punk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was line. a fine line <laughs> of, you know, and it, it's always been a um it's been an interesting aspect in our career with guys getting in the band. It's like, "Hey, look, you know, you guys are you guys are a part of the band, but also, you know, you guys we have to Somehow, it's always been more successful for us internally when the guys are aware of whose band it is. You know what I mean? And and who's like, who's put in the twenty years of time? And you know, my brother brought me into this band. You know, the the saying was, you know, as soon as you hit puberty, you can start playing in a band. You know, and then there there's a little less than a decade between the two of us, and so. We've been doing it. I've been doing this since, you know, I was a teenager with this band and my brother's been even doing it even longer. And so we've had we've had guys who have come in and, and helped us and elevated and we've wrote with them. And, you know, there was some, some great help. But yeah, to, to, you know, to touch on that. So we we kind of, we were like, man, our, our our band's like a sports team. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, we're yeah. like, my brother, we're both aspiring athletes. And we, we, train martial arts, Formers. boxing, Formers. And, you know, yeah, all, all kinds of physical activities we're, we're down for, you know, jock stars at, at, at the finest and, jock stars, uh, baby, you know, so it's like we we're a sports team and we've had a lot of players come and go. They've made some big, big plays. We've had some seasons, some seriously winning seasons, you know, we've had some, some losing seasons and we've had players traded. We've had players re- retire, you know, we've gone and, and got other, other players, you know, it's like, otherwise it's like a sports team. If that makes, makes any sense, you know?
3: it's about the long play it's you know you you can be champions one year but you can't you can't holding that that trophy is going to get really heavy after a while as years go go down as a detroiter here you know i've had a lot of uh a
0: lot of losing seasons.
3: looking into a lot of losers, but a lot of you know <laughs> when you got the red wings and, and the old school oh, you true. know the pistons and stuff like that yeah. that they was like they're always they're like right. one of the things We're like are you gonna do a three-peat or whatever you know oh, like yeah. mm, no i feel like I always aching it I don't know if you're Metallica's fans but I think about the idea of what ebb and flows are in a trajectory of a of a career in any in any space specifically in an artistic space with with music and I think about like um, St. <clears throat> Anger people hate that fucking record. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but what's uniquely great about that record is without that record, the following record would never have been as widely received because mm-hmm. of the lull that that may or may not be. Now, I don't know if that's the case for a Metallica fans, and I'm certainly not speaking for everybody here, but I've, I totally agree with you. The, the, the uh, sports, uh, team mental ethic of what you're doing is about how does this play out in the long run? Uh, is more important than the instantaneous gratification of whatever the moment is. You know yeah, I mean? that's, uh,
1: and and Chad, it sounds like I mean I, I, you know, kind of taken from what you said earlier. You 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 you're you're a musician as well, I'm, Wilson, I'm, baby. Right. So y s and 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 once you, once you become part of something that's bigger than yourself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know, there's a lot of the reasons that we may have started getting into music or gotten bitten by the, the the rock and roll bug may have been self-serving in the beginning but as you again as we're like like what we were talking about in 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 the, in the prior conversation about evolving and and you know expanding your 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 point of view you start to realize that okay well yeah man yeah i was i i was weaned on cribs dude and every guy in a fucking hard rock and roll alternative the band has a, has a, has a a mansion and a, and a, and a, and a a car on some, on some fucking Dayton's and, and he can do whatever he wants, you know, like, and that was the initial, like, okay. You know, when I'm, we're, we're we're kids and we're like, yeah, okay, we're going to, we want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. But then when, when you, when you find your vein and you find you, you find the flow of that, that flow of consciousness, and then you realize that other human beings, other sentient organisms are connecting with what you're experiencing and, and, and presenting, then it, it goes beyond like just the, the, the physical, it goes beyond being a millionaire rock star. you know, fucking playboy or whatever. It's, it's, you're, you're a part of something that's bigger than what, you were told you're supposed to be, you know what I mean? You don't, you, does that make sense?
3: To- totally. You, you're supposed to be see- seeing the forest for the trees and not pretending you're the only ones uh, standing there growing, uh, you know, right. <laughs> being a part well, of her. Yeah.
2: Well, Chad, one thing I wanted to say, regardless before we go into this conversation further, is that actually Lulu was the most hated Metallica album. St. Oh, Anger was... He,
1: what's, that, wait, so, okay. what's, what's, mean, what song is on for of Lulu. Lulu, dude, remember
2: Lulu was the album they they concocted with Lou Reed? Mm -hmm. Oh wow. It was just a gobbledygook. And
1: and then it's all
2: Lou Reed singing with Metallica playing the music. No
1: way. Oh, you You gotta go back to
2: check
3: it out. The the, the Venn diagram of it doesn't fall into just the Metallica thing, you know. Yeah, there's yeah, Yeah, there's a lot
2: of Lou going on. So (laughs) yeah, it's not like a Metallica record, you know. But not the velvet underground Lou. It's kind of more of the 70s Berlin Lou. Uh, <laughs> yeah the genre uh, for that weird.
0: album says avant-garde metal and, yeah. so, and spoken word <laughs> oh so mashuga okay very good yeah
2: go. <laughs> very good but it's funny you guys talk about like i i think the secret to the success and, and you guys keeping a band together this long at this point i mean we always talk about the stones or whoever that's like ungodly keeping a band together for 50 60 years give me a break right. but it's just that. But when you guys nowadays, you keep a band together 10, 15, 20 years, it really only it's really because there has to be one or two guys, usually two, obviously two, maybe three, if you're lucky that they're foundational. We are the base. We are the thing that keeps it together. We are the epicenter and other players can kind of come in, learn to play with the band, be a part of something, go tour, do some good music, do some good stuff together, have some great moments. Yeah. And then it's time for them to move on. And it's not that you're always looking for journeymen. God knows you'd love to get some couple of members that just stick. We're gonna ride this baby out for the next decade, right, guys?
0: Yeah.
1: But
2: yeah. I think nowadays, I think people and fans' perspective, as long as as long as the, the the you know, the foundation is there, they'll deal with the ever-changing kind of like, you know, roulette table of, of new players coming in, stuff like that. And then that's the great thing though, because it does give your sound a little bit of chance to be a little different, a little expansive. Because people yeah. are bringing new flavors in, so I think it's a smart play to always have that. So why why shouldn't otherwise just be, you know, Ryan and Adrian and 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 and, and other other musicians that come in, you know, yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah, yeah. it's just a collective, you know. That's the otherwise collective, you guys. That, that yeah. really is, yeah.
1: And, and we've been very fortunate in that sense, Justin, because the guys who come in at every level have literally pushed my brother and I to become better ourselves, you know, and. And honestly, if I, if I think back right now, if I go back through the roster, like from what before we were signed to when we've been signed and to, to this day, there is maybe, I mean literally actually we, we we're still cool with every dude that ever came through the ranks. Like we're literally cool with those guys. like I mean, I just I just had a long conversation with our, our, our former drummer Corky, who was the yeah. drummer on, on "True Love Never Dies" and "And Peace at All Costs," our first two albums as a signed band, mm-hmm. the 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 our first foray into the national uh, uh, arena, and I just talked to him for like an hour, like day before yesterday, and it was it was like totally, you know, copacetic. It was cool, cool as fuck, you know, like and
0: yeah,
1: you know, we we we've been so blessed by the fact that we haven't we 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 haven't run into that. Like disgusting breakup or some bad thing where every, you know you're suing him and you're you, you know there there's like mm-hmm. this this like uh, like maliciousness. It's it's yeah. always been like at first. Uh, let me let me retract my prior statement. At first, the departures weren't always amicable, but in like yeah, in enough time, it became like we're cool. We're like everyone's cool. We understand where we were at as people. Where we are now as people, as human beings, as evolved organisms, you know, like it's, it's, it's we're we're blessed, man. We yeah, are, we are
2: blessed.
0: Well,
2: it's like a household, you know. It's like, hey, the kids are going to eventually grow and they're going to move on, just because that's that's their time of life. But you know what, mom and dad, or in this case, dad and dad, being progressive, um, are always there, right? We're here. the family's gonna be if you want to come back for christmas one time by all means the door's open for you
0: yeah Yeah, but you
2: better have a fucking song (laughs) (laughs) speaking of which with all
3: that being said now we're coming into a a situation where you guys released a single in 2021 i don't know if this is a part of that's going to be part of a record or if it was just like a the space in between what the next record will be like and i'm assuming you're in the writing process or maybe even done what are we what are we looking at um for the future of how we done yeah, oh, you're we done? Okay. A, we oh, we're something.
0: done. We're actually, we're actually waiting on one song right now, which will have a uh, feature from an artist that was on the boat this year. And uh, she is very, or he, being progressive, I don't know. I don't know how you, uh, whatever I, We don't know what,
1: what their pronouns are. What <laughs> um, their
2: pronouns but, are. We're going to go with the artist.
0: The artist. The artist. All right. Uh, we're waiting for those, uh, for, for those tracks to come in, but we do have uh, we do have masters for a whole new whole, whole oh, shit. new record man and
3: a release date or can? not
0: you... uh no, no. not okay, yet date? the release date there's still uh, some yeah. back-end stuff we're working on with with our with our record label but it's obviously chad you
1: chad, you you never you've been signed to a record deal because there's, yeah. there's no yeah, yeah. Re- okay so then yeah. you know there's no release date and yeah
3: you will know when you know and uh then you will go when we tell you (laughs) uh you're just like shit my life was different last week and now i gotta do all this stuff
0: (laughs) we we should release our new record on the boat next year that would be dope oh that's killer
2: (laughs) hey you know but you know we just had it's funny you mentioned that um we had scary kids scaring kids on last week and I just blew oh. something that was gonna fucking <laughs> use later. I'm sorry, it's Chad. It's all good. <laughs> Fuck, it doesn't matter. It applies. Yeah. So we did their listening party that only management and label had heard. They basically let us play it. And we talked about the guys. After every track, we talked about the track. And it was a good open forum in, in one of the in one of the lounges there. I thought it was a really cool deal. So that's if it. that's how, when you guys are looking at something, I think that'd be tremendous. Which obviously mean getting you guys back on the ship. Yeah. But hey.
0: Hey, yeah, that mean, yeah. Really, yeah. Really, yeah, that could be something. Yeah,
2: yeah, Hey, hey, Ryan, real quick, buddy. What year is that uh, beautiful Gibson? Uh, you got back there at Explore. What is that?
0: You know, that's just uh 2014. Oh <laughs> fuck's sake, man. Yeah, they said oh, they man. they sent me the, no, the only this, that I know. You but you know what? Up. I have a night. Nice, I I keep it away because I I hang my guitars and I realize like actually it's not. Like, until I have like a guitar armoire with hu- humidifiers, and, and I'm like, dude, it's that's not a good spot to keep it. So, I have my yeah. 1970s Explorer in my case right now. Okay, so this is my workhorse that I, I practice right. on every day, but yeah, it's, like, it's a 2014. I'm
2: sorry, <laughs> uh, I had, uh, listen, I still have a boner. He didn't take that away, <laughs> yeah. I see it, but um, yeah. you guys yeah. can see it, but I got the yeah, live stream right there.
3: The it's, it's right there, it's right there. <laughs> When I, <laughs> so, so when you're writing, I wanted to, to add my, net, my follow-up if you don't mind, Justin, was to, to ask. Okay, so now you're in the situation where you've written the record, you have the masters. What does that look like with the two of you writing a record? Um, does that have other players? Do you have studio musicians. Do you guys handle everything, or what's the what's the what's the takeaway we can kind of like gauge from your processes?
0: Yeah, no. I, again, kind of tapping on the uh, you know. Uh, it, Talk, talking about like the prior members and how we do involve them you know it's like oh, dude, you guys want to make plays yeah. you guys want to call you guys want to score touchdowns then dude all by all means we're like open that was one of our dreams was to to, to have a band more so than necessarily just being brother wise you know what i mean it, it yeah. has turned out to also be a one,
3: dope right? name though i'm not gonna that, lie that's, also that's a dope
0: that's that's name. yeah don't. You know, we otherwise use the br day is day. silent yeah, if we if we if we need
1: to, you know, get out of certain ag- agreements, we might have to go with that route. Oh, right right. Yeah. Just release
3: just release the record as brotherwise. And if
1: they don't give you a release date, I'm like, fine, it's all yeah, good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, No, that's just actually a really great. I think that'd be a really great uh a, a name for an acoustic album. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. Thank you. Oh, I'll, you I'll take you. It. It here. Can I get my five percent now? Can I get that up front?
0: That's so oh, funny. You
2: say, you're, you're Chad, your your two cents asking about gets five percent. Two percent. Shit. God damn. Is that? Is that what's going now? <laughs> I got to read the down, Passman man. book. See what what I'm really do. <laughs> <Some laughs> Passman
1: book. Did you say the Don, you're talking Donald Passman. Is that you're talking
2: Absolutely. about?
1: Absolutely. Oh man, that book. I I got a copy, an old copy of that, lying around somewhere of my parents. They're in there. the
2: eleventh edition. You may want to get up to speed because now they brought the metaverse in. So yeah. Anywho.
1: Wow. That's okay. That yeah. cool. Did they would they talk about NFTs too? I hope. Um I'm well,
2: I don't know yet. What are those again? I can't
1: figure <laughs> that out. Nice fucking uh, tokens.
3: Nice
0: uh nice freaking technology. Nice
2: technology. nice fucking ta Um anyway. And hey listen next, hey, li- next fucking
1: thing. That's what it should stand for. That's Connect right. Yeah, yeah.
2: On to the All next right. fucking thing. Speaking of, hey, listen, we're gonna ask a quick question from the Shiprockers. rockers. And this is someone who delivers every week. I try to skip her because she's like, I think she's part of Menza. Karen Gaffney, she's a she's a she's a Vegas person. Oh, hello,
0: Vegas. Oh, yeah. Well, Karen and
2: Kurt, oh, they come on the cruise all the time, and they're big Vegas folks. Anyway, Karen's question is this, and you guys can ask it, you can do it together or separately. Have you wanted to? What was the dumbest idea you've ever had that you thought was smart at the time?
1: Uh, starting a rock and roll band.
2: Well, Ryan, you
1: agree? I'm done.
0: Uh, um, I would say signing a record deal. You know,
1: <laughs> second. Close second. Now, yes.
0: all, all the love to, you know, all the guys who like jumped in and wanted to help us and wanted to, you know do what they thought they were supposed to do and dude uh, you know hell yeah we we did it but we thought um we th- we as first generation americans we were like you sign the record deal and and then everything changes you know what i mean and we they didn't really groups. have the the wherewithal or the knowledge in the, in the industry to understand that that was just the v- very beginning of the mountain to climb you know so it's kind of like a, I, I think right out the gate. I, I would say you know signing a record deal when we did.
2: Yeah, but you were that was at the time though when that was still a very sexy thing. It's just kind of you're supposed to do. It's like getting out of high school. What am I supposed to do? Go to college? What do you do right. from there? Get a job? Get married? Whatever. Just yeah. kind of follow the path. Obviously, if this would have happened now, you'd be like, no, oh, we can do this on our own.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know
2: we'll we'll have a very we'll have a niche audience that's going to support us through our career. Mm-hmm. Um, another question? Yeah, there's tools. Oh, oh after so, chat, I don't want to like
3: keep keep harping on no, it, please. but there's tools that exist now that didn't that allows artists yeah. like otherwise Wilson anybody to put music out and then lean on the parts of the puzzle that you don't have internally to help sort out even marketing uh, plans things like that. You don't need this amount of money to to that you, you don't need the bank yeah. if, if you if you have spent. This much time of your career learning how to record your guitar, even uh, you're already halfway to the, uh, you know,
1: <laughs> you're already halfway to the bank. Yeah, honestly, really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And that's a great point, Chad. You make about the bank. Um, and you know, at the time, like we were just focusing on our craft, which was, you know, me like working on my vocals, working on my lyrics my brother working on his guitar playing, you know, like, that's what we thought. Okay. That's what we, we, we focus on this and we put in our 10,000 hours and you know, well, it, it'll, it'll, it will reap the windfall. Right. Um, but uh, there was, there's so much more to it now. Like if you're a, if you can self produce your own music, your own product, if you can, if you can digitally record yourself, if you can digitally design your own graphics, you know, it's, you don't necessarily need that bank because that is for any of the aspiring artists that may or may not be listening to this podcast. That's what a record label is. It's basically a bank. They give you a loan, and you have to pay that fucking loan bank that that loan back on their interest rates. So, and yeah. and they're not favorable. So,
3: and they're loan officers yeah you know, it used to be yeah it like, used to be a flow. you just, need to
2: do to make our fucking money back like, oh, yeah it used think to be a float just bring it, us the receipts yeah. um yeah just adrian hey we'll,
1: we'll write it
2: up yeah adrian kudos to you for bringing up the gladwell ten thousand hours i like that very well yeah hey um another question from a, a ship rocker jen Lowe wants to know it's the it's it's question 101 uh who, who inspired you guys musically when you were younger
0: Wow, man. Damn. I could say, I could say, you know, uh, our parents definitely did, you know, our, our dad was this poet warrior with uh, a, an amazing voice that was always singing out a key, but awesome voice and, you know, heart and passion and, and our mom, beautiful voice, uh, could play the piano. And, um, you know, we had, a, we had an uncle, uh, wonderful guitarist so you know it's like way back i mean uh, some of my earliest memories as a child was like my brother getting guitar lessons from him he'd come over on sundays and play a little classical guitar so i feel like yeah there's the outside inspirations of musical mm-hmm. artists but you know in a in a in an indirect way you know in a way other than supposed no play on on the word otherwise you know it, it's kind of a family it's a family scenario you know our, our parents were our biggest investors. Our biggest believers, like I'm sure many artists, but I I mean, besides, again, uh, artists that we like, I think our parents were probably like the biggest inspiration for us to keep going. I mean, when we come home drunk after Battle of the Band shows in Las Vegas, you know, and just hitting our heads against the wall to figure out how to get out of Vegas with our music, they were like, you're the best. You guys are the best. You guys can do it. Just keep going. Just keep going. You know, and that's we, we got we got to go to the next level because of them.
3: Who's your Who do you think your your biggest influences are now when you're writing records? Is there, is there something that you call? In, is there something you call into?
1: I mean, if I if I can take this one, um, Chad, for me right now, um, it's my my two my two sons, my children. You know, um, my so on our second album, "Peace at All Costs," um, that one came out in 2014, just as my first son was born. And then our third album, Sleeping Lions, came out right as my second son was born in 2017. And again, so now it, it's, it's, I've evolved from that mindset of, of that, that self-serving mindset of, dude, I'm going to be famous and rich and I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to be that guy we were talking about on MTV Cribs. Now it's become, it's, it's turned into like, well, dude, this is all I really know how to do somewhat well enough to where other people other human beings across the planet can can relate with it and this is all i know how to do and i'm doing it now because of them you know like it's my so for me like my right now in this moment in this sphere that the, the, the four of us are in my two sons are are have been for the past eight years and still currently are my biggest influence as to why I'm trying to write the best song that I can possibly write with my brother like it doesn't have to be the greatest song you ever fucking heard but if, if this is the best that I can put out then I know that my children will hear that as long as the internet and music exists it'll be there for them long after I'm gone it's very cool
3: yeah, it's like uh the, the version of um you know when you're talking about cribs, I see the, the idea is I want to be that guy. And now you're able to prospectively say, I want to be this guy for these yeah. these people. And for, yeah, I mean, that's for the, these that's, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's the soul. You know, that's great. I love yeah,
2: that. It, Ryan, you made a good point about your parents being an influence. I can't imagine my life without my parents' record collection. Same. You know, as a kid. What the hell is a letterman? I don't know. I'm gonna pull it out. Oh, it's duet, right? <laughs> I didn't know what duet oh. was. I just saw it's four guys crooning. Yeah. What's oh? What's this? Seven brides for seven brothers. It's just a mu- it's a musical. I'm like, but it's still it's music, right? It's like building your interest. Seven brides
1: your... for seven brothers. Oh my god, you going back, Justin? Press, what's dude, well, on,
2: come on, brother man, come on. I'm 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 so, old so Justin, school.
1: <laughs> what what is so of uh, 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 of your parents' record collection? What is the <laughs> one you know vinyl that you remember that you were really like? Okay, this is kind of sort of changing my life.
2: Uh well my parents weren't of the rock uh, thing, which is funny though, because I was actually named after uh um uh, the lead singer from Moody Blues. Oh, oh yeah. okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. okay just Je- yeah. J- yeah. just
2: Justin Haywood. Right,
1: right, um, right, yeah.
2: Because when I was born, that album just came out, but it was a big thing. My mom's English, big, it was a big album, big album in, in England. Um, uh, so you know, that's the only you know thing. that's right. hmm? in do white that. satin. One more time. I'm sorry. One more time.
0: I just said Knights in White Satin.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, But as far as growing up, man, I tell you what, the album that blew my mind that they even had was something called uh, Christmas with Bonanza. Remember that show
1: Bonanza? Yeah, I do. I don't think. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, it's an
2: old Western dude from like the late 60s. And they just happen to have a Christmas album with like Lauren Green singing like we wish you a Merry Christmas. Lauren fucking Green singing. It's just crazy. So and, that album stuck the out. record
1: that was like, well, sometimes.
2: that stuck out as far as like what a weird album to have. But I, it had to probably be anything. It had to be one of the Sinatra or the Sammy Davis records. Because oh, there was hey, a little man. bit more going on there. But my parents, like probably yours, is like, oh, Alice Cooper, Kiss. Yeah. We don't like that music, <laughs> but we get it. It's not our thing, but we get it. Right. Well, right, guys, right. picture so, this.
0: Let, 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 let me just paint a quick picture, like growing up. Uh, You know, every every Friday night, okay, our dad, little little Irishman, pit bull monster poet crazy man, would literally it was Friday night was Bob Marley, and the Whalers like cranked, and uh my We're our dad barbecuing. would mom yeah mom mom was making food for us barbecuing you know Las Vegas summer summer nights s- summer evenings in Vegas are, are are special when it cools down, and you know we had we had the pool. And, you know, our dad would crank, crank Bob Marley. And then he would like, he would work out. You know, we would, we would do uh, martial arts or, or, you know, just strength like push ups and squats and wrestling, stretching, and yeah. stretching, and just all, all the, like, very masculine like very you know like guy you know he's toxic
1: toxic masculinity bro be careful dude. in,
0: in, in some in some states but very, that is very welcome
2: ma- here we welcome that here
0: yeah <laughs> so you know it was that was kind of you know to to, to get to where like how it was inspiring you know we're listening you know, uh, the, this, this the soul rebel of soul rebels, Bob Marley singing these songs of freedom and songs that you can sing and dance to, and that just stick with you that are timeless. While drinking booze and lifting weights, <laughs> not that we were drinking the booze, but that was like how we. It, it was just like in our in our in our consciousness, like our musical consciousness. So when my brother decided, like, "Hey, I want to start a rock band," I'm watching MTV Cribs, and you know, this this shit is fucking cool, and Like, let me, let me play guitar and let me write some songs. And that's kind of how our, our sound it's, it's come from that, you know, and we're we're a very rebellious band, but we want to have the chorus that everybody sings that hits you in the heart. But Mm -hmm. then, you know, we got distortion guitars and, you know, as as soon as I plugged in and, and got my boss distortion pedal going or my line (laughs) six, we became a heart, we became an aggressive rock band, you know, but we've always been inspired by those timeless song those songs and those anthems and so that's kind of just to rewind a little bit from, from from Chad you know and the inspiration but yeah what would we be without without our parents collection the music collection you know yeah
2: so, hey guys this is a we have some great stuff going on there's one thing has come across our feed here from shiprockers and we have a shiprocker Debbie she's going in on March 17th for breast surgery mm. so we're all gonna give this for a shout out right now so, Debbie, best of success on that. We love you, darling, and we want to see you in 2023
1: feeling the best you've ever felt. 100%. Stay strong, Deb. You got this, girl.
2: You got it, absolutely, Debbie. absolutely. So, um, real quick, let's pivot. I was speaking of, of, of wellness, let's talk about uh, Life by Music. Ryan, yeah. that's uh, you know, the, uh, the charitable music education thing. Can you please tell the folks out there what it's
0: about? Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, Life by Music started off, you know, from our trials and tribulations as rock and roll artists. And it was like, Hey, uh, life by music, baby. Like we're going to make it happen. Life by music, it was hashtagging life by music, life by music. And, uh, you know, after a couple of years, it was like, man, once we were like in the scene, signed recording artists, you know, uh, top 15 radio singles it's like, there's something more to this. There's how do, what do we create? How do we create like a movement? Or how do we how do we how do we shine light on the, the positive aspects of music? Because, yeah, rock and roll is awesome and debaucherous and wild. And the music industry is helpful, but it also sucks and is horrible and really crushes some beautiful <laughs> souls unrelentlessly. And so it's like, how do we how do we uh, how do we come up with something good like that that nobody can touch? Nobody can nobody can hurt and we can just focus on. On the music, and you know, I was I had the chance to go to a great music school in Las Vegas called the Las Vegas Academy of Performing Arts, and um, I shouldn't have even been accepted, but it was the first year that they were taking guitar majors, and I got in, and it changed my guitar playing like my, my whole life of being able to go as a guitar major and study uh, t- two hours every day for four years. Um, it changed it changed my life. So it's like how do we, how do we create, how do we do that? How do we do how, do, how do we get that happening for other people too? So we created a nonprofit organization, Life by Music went from a hashtag and it became a 501c3 uh, nonprofit. And so in the last, you know, three years we've partnered with Gibson Gives and uh, Gibson's been uh, tremendous in helping, helping our initiative and help fulfill our outreach. Uh, we get instruments and we take them to schools and um, we pretty much teach kids. You know, we teach kids. We we introduce introduce music to really young kids, and then we'll take guitars and we'll give them to you know uh, preteens, and then teenagers. We we sit down with them and we we play we play songs with them and try and teach them how to you know try and give. Hey, look, we might not be the MTV stars or or Grammy award winning yet or F ever, but you can chase your dream and you can do it. You know, music is an outlet you can use it no matter what day it is no matter how you feel so we've just made it official and we we run a really really great organization right now called life by music
2: you know it's it's fantastic because i mean obviously we're trying to save the arts because those programs are getting canceled left and right for whatever reason i can't imagine taking away creativity from the hands of children but uh yeah (laughs) programs like that are what's gonna have it because not every kid can afford berkeley or even get into berkeley or mi or any of those things so having these kind of like even kind of regional outreach and even the schools are rock i mean they're fantastic areas
1: there's a lot of kids who can't even afford to get like a basic guitar right i'm not even
2: yeah i'm I'm thinking i'm thinking big time i'm not even yeah thinking about drumsticks or anything like that you know
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah you know so like my brother had this 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 like this this epiphany and it You know, like I I sit back and I watch what he does, and I'm I am like blown away and humbled, and I'm just like again because I have children who are, you know, just by the nature of being a part of the family, they're musically inclined, so to speak. They're interested in it, and I'm like, well, imagine how many other kids if they just had, if they just had the exposure to it, like just even the slightest exposure to it, what they would they, they, they would dream of doing or what they could create, you know? And it's like, to be able to like through, through, through Gibson and, and to be able to like give these kids instruments that they may never be able to afford, you know, it's, 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 it's it's like, it's, it, it puts, it puts things in perspective, you know, of to how lucky we are, you know? And, and,
2: and Ryan, how can people reach out to you guys? Is there a website? I know you get the Instagram and Facebook. Is there a website they can go to and they can either donate or find a way to get involved?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Our website is lifebymusic.org. And uh, you can you can reach reach us at uh, connect.lifebymusic at gmail.com if you want to reach out personally. Um, hit us up, you know, reach out to my Facebook page I, we we get a lot not a lot but we get enough um you know people reaching out that want to help and we usually find ways to connect the dots and you know like you were saying justin the uh the programs are just getting annihilated and it's yeah. it's absurd you know it yeah, really is I mean, like absurd yeah, i so. mean
2: american culture is tied to, to music starting with jazz and moving onward you know yeah. blues jazz i mean it's it's all it's intrinsic to who we are yeah. so it's important to keep these programs going um real quick we always like to talk about your ship rock experience obviously you guys have been with us several times but we had a question uh, adrian a lot of people want to know how how do kids feel about ship
1: um they we are um well, let's see that was january yeah and they are still talking about it man. they are still <laughs> talking about it there They're we go still, we're still finding little trinkets and bracelets that 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 ship rockers <laughs> gave them you know like and and we talk about the rock, like we we, I, we were calling it the rock and roll pirate ship, you know. Like we're we're gonna we're, they still call it the ship rock the rock and roll pirate ship. Like we literally were talking about it today, Justin. Like we literally were talking about being on the boat today, and hey. it, it, I can't tell you guys, I I can and and I have to I have to give I have to give props to where props are due, Rob Rivera from Nonpoint. Okay, mm-hmm. it was our it was our first ship rock that we did, and my my first born son had, had just been born, and um, we I brought my wife and we we put we we left uh, the baby with, with with my mom with me and my brother's mom and uh, we went on ship rock, and Rob was there with his kids, and I was like, bro, you can bring your kids on this shit, and he's like. Fuck yeah you could bring your kids man like you just tell them you bring your kids and you could bring your fucking kids home and i was like oh shit i didn't even like i didn't like you know what i mean like it didn't, i didn't i didn't i just i just didn't put two and two together and yeah. so being able so first off it was it was my boy's first cruise ever and it was as our you know my wife and i've been on some cruises she had been on some cruises in her past i've been on cruises in my past but it was our—not only was it our, our our son's first cruise ever, but it was also our first cruise ever as a family unit. And it was, dude. I I literally, like, I told Al McManus, I was like, dude, it, it's it's all downhill from here, dude. I'm 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 good, bro. Like, <laughs> we uh, ruined you. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I'm I'm done, bro. Like, I, well, that I you know what's good, now. man? Because
2: guess what? At some point, all four of us. We're all gonna be too old for this. And and the new breed's gonna have to come on and run this shit, right? Yeah. You know, can't do it forever. He's but we so that's great ideas.
3: Yeah, <laughs> there we go.
2: Well, listen, we want to end this uh this this uh making ways episode with obviously I already blew who who asked the question, but Chad, could you please tell us what our dear friends and scary kids wanted to ask these gentlemen?
3: Yeah, so what we do is um every episode we'll ask the guests a question from the last episodes, uh, guests that uh, they didn't know who you were. They just they had no idea what who our next guest was. Was they're just asking a you know like an esoteric question of, of sorts, and Re- then you ship,
1: ship rock they- related or just a question? No, it's, a, it's just it's a, a question. question.
3: There okay. Could be anything. Uh, sometimes it's about music, about being a band. Sometimes it's not. Uh, And then vice versa, I'm sorry, and then carrying that torch on, you guys will ask a question for next week's guest, but you won't know who that is. So actually, you didn't give anything away, Justin. Last week, we had uh, Scary Kids, Scary Kids on. Mm -hmm. They chose to ask the question of, what is your toughest road moment Um, and that made you ask, why am I doing this? And part two of that, do you have uh, a band that was the toughest band to play in front of? Meaning that like, you guys played and then directly after that was going to be this band that was just, you know, like some, they used a glass jaw. They did the show where they played with glass jaw and glass. They were like eh, not into doing that because glass jaw's crowd was so like, not into anybody else besides glass jaw. So to reiterate (laughs) that, what's one of the toughest road moments that made you ask, why am I doing this? And then second parter is, do you have a band that you were fearful of playing, uh, playing in front of? Okay. Can I go first? Okay. Sure, Adrian. So
1: my my toughest road moment is, um, and it's actually, if I can maybe sort of like paraphrase or reword the question, it's actually like a pre-road moment. Okay, that, even better. And and, and, I, and I, I, Rick DeJesus from Adelita's Away told me this. He was like, wait till your kids start saying to you, daddy, don't go. Don't leave. So every time I leave the road, the hardest thing for me is when one of my sons is saying to me, daddy, don't go, or one of them is crying when I'm getting dropped off at the airport. So that's the toughest road moment for me personally. As far as um, opening for a band that we never wanted to open for, there is no band that we are afraid to ever open for ever.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my answer too. Actually. So, <laughs> that's, that's great. Right.
3: Do you have yeah. a, do you have a Ryan? Ryan, do you have a, uh, you have a, why am I fucking doing this?
0: Um, you know, uh, not a, not, not necessarily like a, why am I doing this? Cause I, I think I, I, I ask myself that question with a lot of things all the time, you know, it's just <laughs> like, and I quit. Why am I
2: buying this produce?
0: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you know yeah. it's like I, I why think- am i watching <laughs> this netflix show right now yeah do you I mean, still want to are you still hours? watching <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because uh, because then I, I i have a tendency of like snapping back into it like after the initial thought but i do remember wo- one time when uh we were driving in the bandwagon and we were in the appalachian mountains and uh there was like black ice on the mountain coming down the mountain and. Uh, and i was driving and i and i remember because it was my shift to drive and um i, I told my brother i was like dude you got to like i know you're supposed to go to sleep but like come sit up front dude like just come sit up front man like i this shit is scary okay bandwagons are like like in the front of it, you know it's like you've got bus. a big rig baby that you're you're rocking and i had never experienced uh black ice we heard that there was you know there was and uh and just going we were we were coming down the mountain and uh and then like the the feeling of the the tires just just losing it because we were on black ice and so that moment there was probably it felt like 30 seconds it was probably like five it was probably like
1: three seconds
0: (laughs) i feel like it was like five seconds of just like holy like when the when the when we hit the black ice in the bandwagon going, you know, 60, 70 miles per hour. With a trailer. With the trailer. It, with oh, the a trail
2: problem. That's it, the problem. It was shit. the middle of
0: the night and all the guys are sleeping. And it's just like, it was just like, just like, okay, we're going down this thing. And as I, I guess I, I take it back. I was like, why are we doing this? Yes. You, know? you know, but just then like, fucking
3: shit yeah, like, why are,
0: like, cause <laughs> I've never felt like where the, where the whole huge vehicle just, moves and you're not moving and, and it's just going and it's on the you ice just have no control it was in that ten,
2: of, can i ask you in that 10 seconds are you going i think i'm gonna go back to school
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that, i that, remember that, i was that, sitting that, up front i was like i think i'm just gonna go back to sleep bro I yeah gotta, yeah yeah hey, what, what's to be is to be if yeah. I die, it's his
2: fault. So yeah. yeah. So, real bad. quick, guys, before we cut you loose so you can get back to your families and your evenings, what are what are your future plans for, if not the rest of the year, at least the next six months?
0: Uh we that have new a album? Yeah, new well, new album. We're gonna have new music. We're gonna drop some singles um here real soon. We have our uh life by music. We do this thing called the rock and run, and it's uh, last year was the first year, and this it year was we're fucking doing new-
1: awesome. Like, yeah, it was sorry. amazing last year,
0: dude. It was super cool. We got the you know the community involved here out in Las Vegas and uh, pulled in some big sponsors. And we raised a bunch of funds. So the thing is, uh, 5K in the morning, we run at a big park out right here called Sunset Park. And then in the evening, we celebrate and otherwise plays the, the our hometown. So May 14th. And this year, we're actually, May 14th is the, the 5K and the evening concert. And then the next day on Sunday, we're going to do a golf tournament. So it's going to, it's a wild weekend and we're raising funds to get more instruments to those in need. so
2: there we go. Al McManus can't do the run, but he can certainly do the 18 holes. (laughs) <laughs> but oh, he didn't have his shirt off watching guys, him. Come his shirt guys, shirt guys come off. out yeah.
0: please that, rock. Yeah. come out come be a part of it that would be amazing so
2: okay May 14th guys check that out and Obviously, also can you...
0: we got Blue Ridge we got Blue Ridge Festival in
1: September that's maybe. right you have
2: some you have yeah. some live dates there you go yeah. you got yeah. Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge.
1: Yeah. Rock yes, Fast yeah. Rock Fast we're playing Rock Fast oh and... Rock Fest. we're doing Rock oh that's right Rock Fest. up in
2: Cadeau up in Wisconsin okay some some nice middle of the country rock and roll very good So All that's
3: on WWW what I just wrote it down otherwise oh, shit. Shit. there he go yeah he goes. I didn't know, awesome. music. otherwise God. banner music oh shit yeah, we're otherwise music.com
0: yeah. yeah. we're dropping yeah. a a 10 year anniversary merch line to true love never dies which is oh, our sick. our album that has i don't apologize full circle soldiers our breakout record um is this is the 10 year anniversary of that record so we're dropping a merch 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 drop soon so whoever's watching otherwisemusic.com you guys can get, get
1: it that there, merch right? man Gaspers. Those are oh, you. Did, you are you are busy gentlemen. So,
2: um, you know, good luck and best success to all that stuff. Um, thank. This you. is fucking great. Thanks for spending time with the guys. A lot of fun. Oh man, thank you guys. We wish you nothing but success. Chad. Absolutely. And uh, hey, I real quick, have
1: entertainment. We I gotta you, ask. What's I, hold
2: on, Real quick, we gotta we got one more piece of business before we let you go. Wow. Chad, can you get a question for these gentlemen for next
1: yeah. week's guest? Uh, yeah. Before who we go, already, already you know. Like, who are, who are we already aware of? Yes, we are. You, are. you we are Are you ready? Have you guys already had this question asked? Absolutely no. Who is the biggest douchebag you've ever played with besides
3: and fucking otherwise?
2: tastic?
1: Besides what? <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs>
3: dude, <laughs> besides no, yourself.
1: So yeah, you besides,
3: besides that. the dude, the Bros, and yeah. otherwise. <laughs> besides the
1: guys <laughs> and otherwise. No, honestly, straight up, dude. Who's the biggest douchebag you ever played with on Got tour, on, on opening for? Got it. And knowing
2: this, knowing this guy, he will probably answer that directly and not go. Well, everyone's cool. Yeah.
0: Well, ask him too if nine eleven was an inside job. (laughs) <laughs> well, <it's 9/11>. <laughs> provocative, <laughs> provocative. <laughs> provocative, and, and both
1: and questions should be a question. <laughs> yes, hey, hey, dude, Chad, you gave us, a, you gave us a two-part question. I'm in. So I'm, I'm i really sort of Yeah, absolutely, I love it. And was 9/11 and Inside giant. all right <laughs> Yeah, Listen, I, I forgot.
0: <laughs> I forgot my blackjack trophy award for winning the blackjack tournament on the oh, boat. Oh, that's this
1: year. right. He won the blackjack I, tournament on the boat today. That was this uh, year. That's yeah.
2: right. Jesus Christ.
0: Well. Adrian, Ryan,
2: thank you for spending your last hour with us. These two douchebags, we really appreciate it. And uh, absolutely, <laughs> everyone out here who follows us on Facebook and asks great questions, thank you as well. Remember, guys, this episode in full will drop uh, this coming Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern time wherever you stream podcasts and on the ask for youtube channel and i'd be remiss not to mention our uh, show producer al McManus, our show engineer jen zito and our show coordinator heather smith and of course the captain alan koenig um drum rolls you so, gotta you gotta invest in that. anyway guys appreciate it everyone out there be well have a great weekend